Hey friends, what's up? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Yudzayin, Daf 17 of Masechta Rosh Hashanah. I think that means we're about like halfway through the Masechta, so that's kind of nice. Um, also, it's pretty dark in here. Let me say, another light bulb exploded today. Um, yeah, it was a whole thing. The fuse blew, internet went out. Obviously, the light went out. So we're down to two over here. I'm a little hesitant to add more because more lights is more explosions. And, you know, they kind of catch you by surprise, even though you know that if you flip the switch about 50 times, it's it's bound to happen once. But it still gets you, you know. You turn on the switch and boom. <laughs> it keeps things interesting. I don't know if it's the lights. I don't know if it's the switch. My stomach is something wrong with the switch. I don't know. It's an old Jerusalem house. It's like from the 1800s, I think. And uh, maybe the uh, electricity isn't the best. I don't know. I once got electrocuted when I was trying to do something. That was interesting. So, um, well, not that interesting. I got electrocuted. <laughs> uh, yeah, that wasn't really so good. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, um, so... Um, <laughs> Let's go right there. Um, so, um, where are we? Um, Randaf Tezainam would be. It's about five, two, four, five lines from the bottom. Tanya. We learned about the Beishamay. Yom and Sebeishamay. All right. So today we're basically talking about more like Yom Adin kind of things. Yeah, it's a great daf. So it says Beishamay. Gimukitos in the Yom Adin. There are three groups for the day of judgment. Now, Rashi says the Yom Adin is Kshayichyu Amesim, when there's Trias Amesim. Alright. Sorry, when the dead come back alive. Alright. From like a, a planning perspective, you know, from like a, you know, from like a, a like product perspective, from like a, a product management perspective, Trias Amesim sounds like a very complicated product. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of bugs. I don't know. There's a lot of open questions around Trias Amesim. What happens? You then just live forever? And there's interesting Shilas there about bringing people back to death. Anyways, well, back from death. All right, friends, we got a daft to learn. Um, so there are three groups of uh, uh, individuals when it comes to uh, the resurrection of the dead. Achas Shal Tzadik one of complete righteous fellows. One of absolutely complete nudniks. And one of middle of the road fellows. Um, the completely righteous fellows, they are written and sealed immediately for eternal life. Whereas the nudniks, they immediately get written and sealed for hell. Shenemar, as the Pesach says, Rabbim Yishene Admos offer that many from the fellows who are sleeping in the dirt, Yakitsu, eh, will wake up. Eile Lechai Olam, some of them will have eternal life. Veile Lecharofos Lediron Olam, and some of them are going to be, um, how should we say this, in really bad spot, in, uh, yeah, I don't know, a terrible place, what do you want me to tell you? Benonim Yordim Legehenim, and then, um, the sort of middle of the road people, they just kind of like have a quick stay in hell, but they eventually just kind of 
come back from their visit. Shinemar's the Pazuk says, Vevesi as a shlishes boes, boes, and I will take this, um, what was the shlishes? I don't know, the third one. In, uh, in fire, vitsiraftim, and I will, what's it called when you take like silver and you mold it, I guess, to mold it, to, to, Purify it. I don't know. Kitzuf is a kesef, like like you purify silver. Maybe that's the word. Uvchantim kivchonas azov, and I will judge. I don't know. Evaluate them like you evaluate uh, gold. Hu yikra v'shmi bani ene. Also, he will call out to me, and I will uh, answer him. Okay. Valema merchano, and about the benonim serchano. Hashem meimus mechaya the ebishter kills and brings back to life. Morid shovayal. Brings down to hell, but also to the abyss, but also brings out from there. So, um, all right. So the Benonim, they just kind of have a little um, sojourn in hell, and then they come back out. Basil Obim says Basil Rav Chesed that the pasuk says that the Eibushter has a lot of kindness. Mataklape Chesed, he leans towards kindness, and therefore, um, when you have these middle of the road fellows, the Eibushter is going to kind of treat them. Uh, he's going to keep them out of Gehenna. He's gonna, he's gonna, um, kind of, uh, tip the scales a little bit in their merit and they will be spared from hell. Falei Mamar David, and about them, King David said, Ahavti Kishma Hashem Eskoli, that I love it when the Abishter listens to my, um, to my voice. Alright. Falei Mamar David, Kolapashakula, and about these Benonim, said, uh, David Amelech said the entire, that entire chapter in Tehillim, Dalosi Vili Hoshia, Right, that I was uh, downtrodden, but the Abish to help me. Poshe saw Bugufan, Ufoshe Umosolum Bugufan. Now, um, Yidin who, who sin with their bodies and um, Gentiles who sin with their bodies. All right, and we're going to have to explain what that means. We'll get to that shtickle later on. Yordan the Gehenim, they go to hell. Venidonin Bagudbeis Chodesh, and they remain Dartin for 12 months. The Achayud Beis Chodesh after twelve months, Gufun Kolav Nishmosin Nisrefis. So then, their um, after twelve months of hell, so their uh, body is basically finished. I imagine their body would be finished pretty much before, probably within the first hour or two in hell. No, Akuponim Nishmosin Nisrefis, and their uh, their soul is burnt. Vruach Mefazartan, and then the wind comes and blows their burnt bodies and souls. Tachas kapos raglit tzadikim, under the feet of the righteous. Shinemar, as the pasuk says, vasosim mishoyim, they're going to trample on the evil nudniks. Kiyu offer tachas kapos raglichim that there will be dust under your feet. How do you guys feel about that? How do you guys feel about that? So you know, here at Babylon Talmud, Baruch Hashem, we're a bunch of uh, uh, tzadikim, hopefully. Uh, and uh, so, you know, at some point we'll be sitting there and some ashes of evildoers are going to, uh, nudniks, they're going to come under our feet. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Um, where are we? Avala minin vam, misoros, but the minim, and of course Rashi explains them as kind of early Christians, the most misoros and fellows who like um, uh, tattletale, on um, on um, on on other fellows, Apikorsim. Rashi explains Apikorsim as people who disgrace Tamidi Chacham. That's an Apikoris fellow who disgraces Tamidi Chacham. 
and people who deny the Torah, say that the Torah doesn't come from the Ebeshter, or that they deny that there's res- resurrection of the dead, or they uh, uh, went off the derech, they, they swayed from the way of the, of the congregation, and they made everybody scared of them. Um, they made everybody scared of them. We're going to explain what that means in a shtickle. Vishachatu, and they sin. Vechtiwas Arabim, and they made other people sin oichit. Kigon Yorovim ben Avot. For example, Yorovim ben Avot. Vachavirev and his uh, colleagues. Yordan the Gehenim. So these Nudniks, they go to Gehenim. They go to hell. Vinidon Baladori Doris. And they're judged in hell forever. Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, that in the future, after Gogu Mogog, after the big showdown, uh, everybody's going to come to Yerushalayim and they're going to see all the corpses of the fellows who sinned. Gehenim Kole, and they say that Gehenim Hell is eventually going to end, but Vehein Einun Kolin, but these Nudniks, they will not get out of it. Shinema, as the puzzle says, Bitsurim Livlo Sha'ol. And their uh, 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 images, their their shapes, their forms are going to be in the abyss. The whole kachloma haukam apnisha poshtri deim bezvul because they, um, I don't know, were kind of nudniks against the zvul. What's the zvul? The beis hamikdash. Nemar mizvul lo. That same pasuk says um, it mentions from zvul. Bein zvul al beis hamikdash, and the zvul is the beis hamikdash. Nemar, as the pasuk says, bano beisi. That uh, build my my uh, house as a base zvul banovanisi. Oops, I built I built um, this uh, base zvul for you, and that was uh, Shlomo Melech talking about the uh, base hamikdash. Valim Amr Chano and okay Zel. Okay, very very nice. So um, all right. So I mean, yeah, if you can avoid it, it's probably best not to be a nudnik. Um, all right. Okay, Valem Amrachano, and it's um, about, wait, where, where did I go? Uh, oh no, where did I, uh, where am I? Oh no, oh no, one second, pause the video. Okay, Valem Amrachano, and about these Nudniks, Chana says, Hashemichotum Rivav, that the Ebishter is going to quash his, uh, those people who fight with him. Alright? Amrbitzuk Barovin says, Amrbitzuk Barovin. Ufneim Domin Lashule Kedera. Now, when these Benonim come out of uh, their sojourn in hell, so their their faces are permanently scarred, like the bottom of a pot is permanently scarred. From Rava and says Rava, Vinu Mishapiri Shapir Bene Mechoza. Umakarian Benegehenim. Okay, and these are like some of the um very beautiful pampered people of the city of Mechoza. I guess some of them end up uh, in hell um briefly. Umakarian Benegehenim. And then these people get kind of permanently scarred with their like hell marks. And then, um, everyone just kind of like calls them like, oh, those are like the hell people. Benegehenim. Those are like the hell people. Oh yeah, that guy. His face is all black. He went to hell for a little bit. All right. Omar um, said earlier, Basil Om um, says, Basil of Rav Chesed, that the Abishter is full of kindness. Mateklapi Chesed, he leans towards kindness. All right. But one second, the Pasuk says, One second, how could Basila say? Right? Basila had said that the Abishter leans towards kindness. So that if there is a fellow who's a, kind of a 50-50 fellow, 
So the Ebishto will kind of tip the scales in his favor. But what about the fact that uh, we have this passage that says, that, uh, that the Ebishto will kind of purify these people in fire? So, so that's talking about um, the fellows who sin with their bodies. But one second, but one second, I thought that we had said that fellows who sin um, um, with their bodies have no uh, have no fixing, right? We had said earlier that they go to hell for twelve months, by which point their body and their souls have all been toast, and uh, they go under the feet of the tzaddikim, and yeah, you know that whole thing. So that doesn't so so meaning. So Basil says that the 50-50 people, the Benoni people, so they they um, kind of get the benefit of the doubt. But then what do you do with that? Pasuk says that we just kind of like give them a shtickle, you know, ex- you know, hell experience and then take them out. So we said that's Poshe Yisrael Begufon. But I thought that we said Poshe Yisrael Begufon. They go to hell for 12 months, by which time their entire bodies and souls are all burnt up and it's a mess. So Kilesu Takanta when they don't have any kind of fixing and they just have to kind of go and roast and hell for a while and their whole body and soul gets like all like um, burnt and everything. So, Berov Avonis. Well, that's people who are sinners of with their body and they also have a majority of sins, right? So like they're mostly sin than merit. And of and part of those sins is that they're poshi so abegufan. But hocho, but over here, when they just kind of sojourn in hell and then come out and they call them hell face. So, mechza avonis u mechza That is people who um, kind of are benonim, they're 50 50. Vezbu nami avon de poshi so begufon. But in the 50 percent um, uh, of their sins, it includes the poshi so begufon. It includes um, that they sinned with their bodies. So that's why. They have to uh, sojourn in hell and be called hellface. But if um, they didn't have the sin of uh, you know sin with their bodies, which we'll have to explain what that is, so then um, the Ebishter will kind of you know push them towards the scales of favor, and they can just avoid the whole hellface thing. So for the people who are fifty percent um, uh, nudnik, and in that fifty percent. Uh, there is the poshi sabukufan sen losagya lei belav vevesis ashlishes boesh. They have to spend some time in hell. Ve'im lav vavchesed mate klapechesed. And if um, um, they don't have, if they're fifty-fifty, but they don't have the poshi sabukufan, they didn't sin with their bodies. So the abishter will kind of allow them to avoid hell time. Valem amar David, and about them. Uh, I love it when the Abishter uh, listens to me and I guess allows me to avoid hell. Alright. Ravi, Ravi expounded. What does the Pasuk mean? I love it when the Abishter listens. Uh, the nation of Israel said before the Abishter, the master of the world, when am I beloved to you before you? At the time that you are listening to my supplications. 
I was uh, downtrodden, but you saved me. Even though I'm downtrodden, I don't maybe, maybe I don't have too many mitzvahs. But still, um, uh, please uh, save me. What are these um, sinners with their bodies? Amr of Amr Rab says Rab. Friends, you hear that? You hear that? Uh, a head that doesn't put on tefillin is what's called a poshi sobagufan. A fellow who sins with his body. He doesn't put on tefillin. Wow. Poshi uma so'olim begufan. What's considered the sinners of the nations of the world with their body? Omerav says rab baver. By, um, you know, immoral or um, forbidden sexual uh, relationships. Vishenosnu chisisen ba'aretz ba'aretz chaim. When we said that people who put their fear, um, you know, applied their fear upon the land, this is a fellow who's a leader and he puts um, um, more than necessary uh, fear on the congregation, not for the name of uh, God. Hamatil Ema Yisera Latibushal Shim Shamaim that any um leader who places unnecessary uh, fear upon the congregation, not for the name for the sake of God, in Uruh Bentam Khachum, he's not going to have a child who will be a Torah scholar. Shinemar as the Pasuk says, Lochin Yeru Anoshim Lo Yire I'm sorry, Lochin Yire Iu Anoshim that um people will fear him. Lo Yir Lo Yira Kochachmelev and he won't have a child who's a Talmud Khachum. Basil Omrim says Basil Rav Chesed Chesed. So Basil had said earlier, as we've seen, that um, when you have a fellow who's fifty percent sin and fifty percent merit, so um, so we kind of lean him towards um, uh, uh, kindness. Hechi Ovid, how does exactly how exactly does that work? Rabbi Omer says Rabbi Lozer Kov Show. Well, you just kind of suppress, you know, one of the uh, bad th- one of the sins and then Mimele, if you kind of suppress one of the bad sins so you have more um, merits than sin Shinemar as the Pazuk says Yashuv Yachamenu that he will repent and he will turn, return and have mercy upon him and will suppress our uh, iniquities so alright so the Ebushter so if you have 50% uh, mitzvahs 50% Averis so the Ebushter just kind of like suppresses one of the Averis and voila you have more mitzvahs then Averis. Rabbi Yosef Abchanino Omar, no say, uh, Hitaka lifts up the scale. So, Kelu Poshit, if you, um, if you kind of like think about like a scale and it's entirely balanced with, um, like mitzvahs on one hand and Averis on the other side and then like they're equal, but if you just kind of, you know, lift up, um, just kind of like manually like lift up the, um, Averis side, Semimela, the mitzvah side gets lower down, which means it's heavier and it's outweighing the vera side. Okay. Shnemar, as the Pazuk says, no say ovun vover al pesha, that he lifts up uh, iniquity and by doing so, that kind of, you know, uh, artificially weighs down the merits and it wins out. Tanad Rabbi is taught in the Bishma, my Rishon Rishon, that the Evishter just kind of removes um, one of the, uh, one of the uh, sins, um, and this is kind of the way that it works, that he, um, 
that he just kind of, uh, the Ebrisha just kind of takes one of the Averis and puts it on the side. And then if, uh, you know, Yamamish had 50% mitzvahs and 50% Averis, well, now one of them is kind of on the side and, and not being included. But, says Rava, right, the, the, the sin itself is not erased, it's just kind of put on the side. That, you know, it's only put on the side so that in the event that, um, it's 50% uh, sin and 50% mitzvahs, so Mimele, one of the sins is kept on the side, and now you're gonna have more mitzvahs than Averis. But, um, it's still there so that in the event that you talk about more Averis than mitzvahs, well then, there's no need to be putting this one aside, because it's not helping anything, so it just gets added back with all the other Averis, and, um, sorry, mister. Oh my Rave, says Rave, Kolamavri Amidosov, a fellow who's kind of like not very exact on his own personal you know, uh, I don't know, honor or, or, uh, you know, if, you know, a fellow, you know, somebody makes fun of him or somebody slights him. He's not, uh, gonna take it to the grave. Although, um, hmm, that's interesting. All right. Well, uh, okay. Well, well, all right. Oh, wow. This brings all sorts of questions up, but, uh, I'll go upon him. Call of a fellow who's like not so, um, um, you know, medactic on, on his own, um, stuff and getting slighted so my well then we can basically um pass over all of his uh, sins shenemar as the puzzle says no see often for our pesha so that the abishter kind of lifts up sins and passes over um iniquities let me no say oven who to who does the abishter lift up the sins let me show over al pesha somebody who kind of like isn't so exact with his own kind of like slightedness right so meaning if a fellow you know so Reuven and Shimon right so Reuven doesn't he's not really he's not doesn't care that much if Shimon slights him well then just like Reuven wasn't so medactic and he didn't care that much that Shimon slighted him so also the Abishter isn't gonna look after Sh- uh, Reuven and care that much about you know every little thing that maybe Reuven did so kind of if Reuven's chilled the Abishter is gonna be chilled Ravuna Breder of Yoshua Chalash Ravuna Breder of Yoshua um, unfortunately got sick, mamish sick, deathly ill. All the Papa the Shayulebe. So a Papa came to visit Rafunabed of Yeshua, right? They they were kind of like colleagues. Um Chaze the Khalish lay Alma and her Papa saw that Rafunabed of Yeshua was Mamish like mortally sick. Like he was like Mamish on his deathbed, Lamaisa. Armalu Svisule Zavdoso. So Papa says, wow, well, you better uh, get the shrouds ready because he's not going to make it, Lemaise. The Sofit Bach, but in the end he did make it and he pulled through and he's back to normal. Have a Papa the So now Papa was a shtickle embarrassed because uh, here he was, right, Mamish right in front of Rafunabed of Yeshua. Rafunabed of Yeshua wasn't dead yet and Papa's already talking right in front of him about getting shrouds for his funeral. And then Lemaise, Rafunabed of Yeshua pulled through. And it got kind of awkward, essentially, because like there's a papa who's like, "Oops," like talking right in front of a funeral of Yeshua about how he's going to die, and then he didn't die, and then it got awkward. So I'm my chazis. So then the uh, papa says to a funeral of Yeshua, like, "So what exactly happened, Darin?" Omar, um, um, so Omar lays. So he says, "In." Yeah, that is exactly what happened. Like, I was mamish on, like, you know, death's doorstep. And the Abishter said over there to the whatever in heaven, 
That since Rufunu Bede of Yeshua is not so sort of like sensitive to every single little slight, so we won't be sensitive to every single little thing. Leave him alone, let him pull through, let him live. Shinemar's the puzzle says, that the Abishter lifts up sins, right? As we saw in the uh, metaphor earlier, that by lifting up sins, Mimele sort of weighs down the um, mitzvahs so that, so that the, the, the scale is, is, til, is, is sort of heavier on the mitzvah side. Lemino se'avon, to who does he lift up the sin? The overall pesha, to people who, um, sort of aren't, like, kind of, are, are somewhat chilled with, like, with, like, the whole, um, when they get slighted and stuff. The sheris nachloso, to the remainders of his inheritance. So, when it says that the sheris nachloso, to the sort of, uh, remnants of his inheritance, so it's kind of aliyah v'kotzba. Aliyah is like kind of the fatty part of the tail of the lamb. So I guess it's a good gishmaka uh, part of the lamb. I think that usually goes in the mizbeach for the ebrister. V'kotzba. And there is a, yet there's a thorn in it. Because the sheris nachloso v'lo kal nachloso. So when it says to the, that, 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 that the ebrister is kind of nosi ovim bofer al pesha, but not to everybody. Only the sheris nachloso. And what does that mean? Like a fellow who kind of makes himself like extras. He's not so makbid, um, um, you know, on his honor and on every little thing. If somebody slights him, whatever. He's like, hey, it's cool, man. So a fellow like that, then the Abishter is also like, yeah, it's cool, man. I'm not going to kind of like, you know, nitpick on every little Indian. All right. Ravuna Rami. Ravuna asked the following question. On the one hand, it says that the Abishter is a tzaddik. Ke'ilu, he's, you know, bimishpat. He's, he's, uh, you know, um, um, din. Judgment. But it also says that he's a chosid. He goes like, lifnim mishur asadin. So, v'tchil tzaddik l'v'sov chosid. So, um, so initially, um, the Abishter what kind of uh, related to the world as like a tzaddik in a judgment kind of a way with Vasov, Chosid, but in the end the Ebishter saw that, you know, he couldn't be only judgment, only strict, harsh judgment so in the end, he sort of became the Chosid, that's Lifnim Mishor Asadin. Rabbi Lazar Romi Rabbi Lazar asked the Kasha, Ksev on the one hand, we have a posuk that says Ve'ulcha Hashem Chesed that to you Ebishter is, or is that Chosid? To you Ebishter is uh, kindness is like uh, you know like the fnimishur sadin but then it says because you pay back to a fellow like his actions so one second chesed is like chosed is like the fnimishur sadin is sort of going out of your way to be kind to 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 be helpful to to give like positive judgment to do good things but at the same time the pasuk also says that you pay back to each fellow like his actions sort of like you know uh, very straight, very uh, judgmenty. So betchila kiata teshalim kemaiseu kiata teshalim kemaiseu. Well, at the beginning it starts that the Ebrister kind of just pays back to a fellow like his actions, but uh, like sort of a mira sadin ulvasov uluchalashem chosed. But in the end, it you know the Ebrister kind of changed his way that he um, sort of uh, approaches the world, and it's more of, of like a lifnim mishura sadin kind of thing. Ilfe va'amrilo ilfa rami. Uh, Ilfe, some taka say it was Ilfa, asked the Kasha, Ksiv, the Pasuk says, Vrav Chesed, Uchsev, Ve'emes. 
So one Pasuk says that the Abishur is full of kindness, and the other one says that he's full of truth, of, of judgment, of, you know, what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong. But so at the beginning it's sort of more just like very straight um, truth. But in the end, um, when the Abishur saw that he needed to kind of like up his uh, kindness game, so he upped his kindness game. Friends, you ready for this? Let me get ready for this. One second. So it says that the Abishta passed by Moshe Rabbeinu. Vayikra and Moshe Rabbeinu then called out. If not for the fact that we have a Pasuk that was written in the Torah that says that the Abishta passed by Moshe Rabbeinu, we would not be able to say it on our own. It would be crazy to say it on our own. That it teaches that the Abishter wrapped himself up in a talus like a uh, like a um, uh, 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 the shleir, the representative of the of the synagogue. and he showed Moshe how to pray. Omarlo, the Abishter said to Moshe, Whenever the Yidden are being nudniks, Yaisu they should do before me like this, and I will um, forgive them. And this is what they should do. Hashem, Hashem, right? Hashem is like midas harachamim, mercy. Ani u kodim adam. Look, I am merciful before a fellow sins. Ve ani u laachu shechto adam v'yaisetshuva, and I'm also the same merciful God after a fellow sins, and then he repents. Kelachum b'chanun, a God who is merciful and uh, I don't know. Also merciful in like another kind of merciful way. Amr Rav Yehuda says of Yehuda, Briskrusa Midos, that there is a covenant that is um, established with the 13 attributes of mercy, Shainan Chosus Rekam, that they do not come back empty. Shinemar, as the Pazuk says, Hineanochi Koreas Bris, I am making with you a covenant. So that if you say the Yudgimu Midos Arachamim, Hashem Hashem Karachim Vachanun, it will not come back empty. Amr B'yochanan says, B'yochanan G'dola Tshuva, Shemikaras G'zaydino Shal Udam, that Tshuva is amazing because it tears up the um, the the sort of negative judgment against the fellow. Shinemar, as the Pazuk says, Hashmin Amazeh, that the heart of this nation has become fat, Ve'oznov Hachbed, and its ears have become heavy, Ve'enov Hosha, and they have turned away their eyes, Panira Be'enov, lest he should, because the, 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 the Yidden are scared, well, maybe if they actually open up their eyes, of Yishmar, if they listen with their ears, and they pay attention with their heart, then they might do tshuva and, and, um, and, and be healed. So, meaning the Pasuk is giving rebuke and saying that, that the Yidden are being nudniks and they're not, they're like too scared to actually pay attention, because then, then they might actually do tshuva. So, and then they will be healed. So we see that um, even if you're in a situation where things are, are pretty schwer, but uh, if you, you could still do tshuva and, and be healed. So we see that even um, um, if a fellow has a gzardin, a negative uh, judgment verdict against him, he can still repent and it will get torn up. says, Wait, but maybe when this pasuk says that um, that you can do tshuva and be healed, maybe that's only before the verdict. But maybe after the verdict, it's too late. 
to which Abai responds, but Virafaloksiv, it says in the Pasuk that he will be healed. What's something that needs a healing? That's if there was like already a verdict, and the fact of the matter is that uh, you know it's it's not looking good. That is a fellow who needs to be healed from that from the predicament. So therefore Abai wants to argue that if a fellow does chuva, he can almost tear up even a negative verdict. Um, but we have a kasha against Abai. Hashov bin time mochalin lo. That we have a brisa that says that if a fellow does chuva before Yom Kippurim, so that right, so between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, a fellow does chuva mochalin lo, we forgive him. But lo shav bin time. But if he did not do chuva between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, afilu evi kol ele nevayu shiva olam. Even if he brought all of the, these amazing rams as sacrifices, as appeasement, we will not forgive him. Meaning, so we have this b'risa that's saying that sure, in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, while things are still pending, as we learned the other day, that, that, right, that the judgment is on Rosh Hashanah, but the, but the verdict is sealed on Yom Kippur. So in between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, so a fellow can do tshuva. But the Bryce is saying that once Yom Kippur comes and the verdict is sealed, so then even if he brings all the most amazing rams in the entire world as, as sacrifices, as appeasement, it's not going to um, do anything. It's not, it's not going to help Bichlal. So on the one hand, Abayi is saying that um, uh, repenting is able to um, um, uh, tear up even a negative verdict, Yet at the same time, we have this brisa that's saying is that once you have a uh, verdict, you can no longer repent. So lokasha, it's no problem. That when Abaye says that you could repent even after a um, negative verdict, that's it for a congregation. But for an individual, the brisa is talking about an individual that um, you have to chaparain and do tshuva between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Once there's the verdict in Yom Kippur. Um, you know, I guess find the congregation to uh, do tshuva with, and then maybe, and then I guess maybe you'll get, you know, maybe you'll come along with them. Meisve, we have a kasha. That the eyes of the Abishter are always, I guess, in Eretz Yisrael. Itim letova, itim lero. Sometimes for good, sometimes for bad. Itim letova, keitzat. What are these ways that sometimes the Abishter um, is has his eye out for the good? Well, let's say Let's say on Rosh Hashanah the Yidin were mamish big big nudniks. So the Ebrister said, "All right, Yidin, if you want to be nudniks, well then you're only going to get a little bit of rain this year." So the Sov and in the end they did tshuva. But now it's a shtickle complicated because on the one hand they were nudniks. And the, the, and the, um, and the, and the, the, um, verdict was sealed, the Nudnik verdict, which is that a little bit of rain. So, but then they did tshuva. So, what do you do? It's after the Gazardim, but they did tshuva. So, Lehosef Alein Efsher, Shekfar Nigzor So, the Abishter is unable to say, okay, fine, I'll, I'll, I'll let it rain in abundance, because it's already been, the verdict has been sealed, that they were Nudniks, and they're only getting a little bit of water. So Ella Kadosh Baruch Hu moridam b'zmanon ala aretz atzui chaloin. So rather, what happens is the Ebrister says, "Look, I can't bring more rain because I already seal. You know, I already made a verdict. They're only getting a little rain because they were nudniks. But now they've done tshuva. So 
what God says, look, I can't add more rain, but I can be precise with the rain and make sure it rains when and where it's needed. Skip the next three words. Eat him the raw. And sometimes um, uh, God's eyes out in, in sort of a negative way. What if the yin were mamish, uh, very, very righteous on Rosh Hashanah? So the Abishta says, wow, what a righteous bunch. I'm going to reward them with lots and lots of rain. So the Sov Chazubayin, um, and in the end, they became Nodniks, unfortunately. But now, what is the Abishta to do? On the one hand, they're Nodniks, they don't deserve rain. On the other hand, they were very, very righteous on Rosh Hashanah, and it was decreed and sealed that they were going to get lots of rain. So the Chosmeini Efsher, Sheikhvar Nixir Gzera. The Abishta can't make it rain less because he already um, made the decree that it's going to mamish rain in abundance. So So what the Ebershah does is, yeah, there's going to be a lot of rain, but not at, not when you need it. Too early, too late. And on land that doesn't need it. So, 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 Litova, Mia, Likari, Ligzardinai, Velosiflu, so Frakti Gemara, if Abai is correct that um, that repenting is able to even tear up a, a negative verdict that's been sealed, well, I mean, if we look at this Brisa, what did we say? That if they were Nudniks on Rosh Hashanah, then, then they did Shuva. We said that, well, the Abishter can't bring more rain because the, the verdict is already sealed. Therefore, he'll just, you know, be very precise about where it rains and when it rains. But According to Abai, shouldn't the negative verdict just be able to be torn up when they when they repent? So shiny awesome the Efshabahi. So the Gemara answers, well, Enachinami, yeah, in theory, right? It was a congregation. We're talking about Knesset Israel, and if, if they do tshuva, it could tear up the um the uh the uh Gzardin, sure. But um in this case, the Abishra didn't need to tear up the Gzardin, right? The Gzardin was that because they were nudniks, they were only gonna get a little bit of rain. They did tshuva. Now the Abishur didn't need to tear up his gzer because what he did was, he just says, look, how about this? I don't need to add more rain, but just I'll make it precise so that it's exactly where it's needed and everything will work out. So in that case, yeah, even Abai is going to argue that, yes, even though by a, tzib, by a community, technically speaking, if they do tshuva, their negative verdict can be torn up. However, in this case, it wasn't necessary. The Abishur was just able to say, look, don't worry about it. That little bit of rain you're going to get, you're going to get it in just at the right time and just at the right places. Tashma, the rabbi, uh, come in here. Yorde Ayomba Anios, that people who go down to the sea in boats, Osem Lochob, Maim Rabbim, and they do their work on the great seas. Hemero, Maise Hashem Vagomer, they have seen the great, the, the, the actions of God. Vayomer Vayamid Ruach Seorah, that the Abishter says, and there's like a big um, uh, storm at sea. Vatromim gala with big waves. Yachogu v'yanu kashikar v'chule v'gomer. They're mamish rocking this way and that like a drunkard. Vayitzakwa l'ashem batzaloyim v'gomer. And they call out to the Abishter in their distress. And it says, Yodu l'ashem chazdo v'gomer. And they thank to the Abishter for his kindness. Osaloyim simonios. And if you look at the Pasuk, in, in, at the Pasukim and Tilim, there are these little like nuns, 
kind of like Vayibin Tzoha Aron, there are these like inverted nuns around the Parsha, um, just like Ke'achin Verakim, like as, as a limit, as like a limiting feature. Lo ma'alachot to say to you, Tzayku kodem gzardin, ne'enu, ne'enin, Tzayku la'achar gzardin, e'enun, ne'enin. And the point of these um, inverted nuns are to teach you that yes, when the pasuk says that they that they that they will be answered when they call out to God, um, it's not in all cases. It's specifically before the verdict has been sealed. Before the verdict has been sealed, yes, you can cry out to the Abishta from your distress, and he will help you. But once the verdict has been sealed, you, um, you will not be answered. So how could Abayi say that? Uh, tshuva helps even after the verdict has been sealed. We have this b'risa that seems to be saying that even when the Pasuk is talking about being out on the sea and having the storm and crying out to the Abishtar and being saved, that's only before the verdict has been sealed. Well, these fellows on the boat are basically like individuals. And because they're like individuals, that is why um, they can only be, uh, they're, they're, um, sort of the tshuva is only going to work prior to the um, uh, ver- to the to the verdict, but for a congregation, the um, tshuva, the repentance, can work even post verdict. Toshma, come in here. Shala Baloria Giyoris is Raman Gamliel. All right, Baloria, the uh, convert, asked uh, Raman Gamliel. All right, Ksib b'Toraskim. It says in your Torah, Ashelo Yisafanim that the Eibushter doesn't show any favoritism. Uksev Yisash and Panavelecha. But the Pasuk also says that the, that the Ebershter will show you favor. So does he not show you favor or does he show you favor? So Nitbol or Friends, this is pretty awesome. So Rabbi Yossi Akoin answers the Kasha. Why is it awesome? Because if you look at Pirkei Ovis, it says that um, Rabbi Yochanan Menzake had five students, one of which was Rabbi Yossi Akoin. And I assume it, that, right, that this is the Rabbi Yossi Akoin that we're talking about, I assume. And uh, you don't hear too much from Rabbi Yossi Akoin. Rabbi Yossi that we hear from all the time is Rabbi Yossi ben Chalafta. But this is Rabbi Yossi Akoin. So it says Rabbi Yossi Akoin, Amrullah, he says to her, I will uh, mention to you a parable. Um, that, um, you know, um, Reuven owes Shimon money. And so Reuven owes Shimon money. And he says in front of the king, okay, I will pay back Shimon on a certain day. And he swore in the name of the king. In, in, the, in the life of the king. And then, sure enough, comes the time that he swore in front of the king on the life of the king that he was going to pay back um, the money to Shimon. And he didn't pay it back. Now he comes to appease the king. And the king says to him, look, look, I I can forgive you for my, you know, disgrace. Sure. But still, um, go and, 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 um, and appease your friend. Right? Reuven owes money to Shimon. He, he swears in front of the king that he's going to pay back Shimon on a certain day. He, he, he doesn't get it together. It falls through. He goes to apologize to the king. The king says, look, I, I can forgive you for my, for, you know, for, for slighting me. I can't forgive you for, for slighting Shimon. You have to go ask Shimon for forgiveness. So, Hochanam, so, Hochanami, so here also, Kan Baveru Shibin Odom Lamakon, Kan Baveru Shibin Odom Lachaveru. 
And therefore, here also, by these two psukim of that when it says that the Ebrister will show you favor, that's for things that are between man and God. God says, look, I could show you favor, I could forgive you for these things. But um, for things between man and his fellow man, so the Ebrister cannot show you favor for that. You have to go to your fellow man and and repent and ask him for forgiveness. So that was sort of the explanation and the resolution of this question until Rabbi Akiva came along. Well, one is before the verdict has been sealed, one is after the verdict has been sealed. So um, that when it says, So that's talking about after the verdict has been sealed. When it says, The Debrister will show you favor, that is, before the verdict has been sealed. So it's a kasha nabai, right? Because we have Rabbi Akiva saying that once the verdict has been sealed, it's, uh, it can't be uh, overturned. So Ochanami Piyachid, here also we're talking about the um, verdict of an individual, and that is why it is unable to be over, um, sort of torn up and, and tshuva won't work. But um, for for a community, you're always able to do tshuva even after the um, verdict. All right. Well, uh, that was Daf uh, Yud Zayin. That was Daf Seventeen of Masechet Rosh Hashanah. Well, when we continued kind of talking about like um, I don't know Rosh Hashanah and Yom Adin and stuff, and about the uh, tzaddikim and the rishayim and the benonim and um, like um, life and death and hell and all sorts of interesting things. Um yeah, and then we talked about the Abishter kind of um showing favoritism, favor to people who kind of aren't so mockbin on like every little slight and uh, stuff like that. And then we talked about an interesting sugya at the end about um you know if you can if get forgiven and get repentance and get your um evil verdict torn up even after the verdict has been sealed. So Abai says yes. We have to clarify that it's specifically uh, for a community, a community who is a bunch of nudniks, and then they, they do tshuva. Their verdict can be torn up even once it's sealed. But if it's an individual, so then he's kind of he's kind of in trouble. Um, he's kind of in trouble uh, once the uh, verdict has been sealed. Uh, friends, have a good day. Peace out.